0: This is Fooferaw, where the little things are a big deal. Coming at you from our rooms, I mean studios, in Seattle and Dallas. We're your hosts and lifestyle gurus, Maddie and Tara. Hola, everyone, and Foofer fans. I'm Tara.
1: I'm Maddie. <laughs>
0: And it's nice to welcome you to our third episode of our second season, season dos. Yay! Yes! <laughs> and since, very good. Uh, gracias.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And since I'm improving my Spanish skills, I also want to talk about one of my all-time favorite shows, Dora the Explorer, which was a very fundamentally important show to me growing up especially enhancing my Spanish skills, but as you can see, I have a long way to go.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Same here. Big part of my childhood. Um, yeah, she's an icon.
0: She is an icon. I could never really, when I was a kid, I always thought about what Dora would look like in real life because she's mm-hmm. an animated a huge character. Head. She does, and have- her head
1: is literally like <laughs> an oval. Yes, I would. I wonder too.
0: And then all of my questions were calmed when the real life, life action movie of Dora, the Explorer came out, and I thought they did their ha- her hair very well. It
1: just her hair.
0: <laughs> it was iconic. That's the only thing I looked for in the movie. You know. Well, she hair. definitely didn't
1: look for.
0: She did not No. No, she didn't. She looked older. It was an excellent movie, though. I had very high expectations, and those expectations were met, so. Oh,
1: I you was... would recommend it? Yes. I heard, I heard kind of meh things about it. Meh things? Yeah, just kind of meh, middle of the road. Well, but if you recommend it, you have great taste in, in cinema.
0: I do have great taste. So t-
1: I trust your opinion.
0: Thank. Gracias, (laughs) Maddie. I'm so, I'm so happy uh, we're on the same page. uh, mm -hmm. I guess I'm very partial to Dora the Explorer just because I've grown up with it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I I know what to look for in those kinds of movies. (laughs) You know what
1: makes a great Dora tale, yeah.
0: (laughs) The one odd thing I'd say about the movie is the CGI boots the monkey oh that was a little bit weird but what else would they he, do was he
1: wearing boots in the movie
0: actually that's a good question i don't think he was
1: I'm, but I'm let's let's re-
0: research that because it's been a while
1: um i don't i don't think he was
0: yeah yeah
1: i don't know i see a couple images where he was Maybe he did for, like, a minute. Did he do Mm -hmm. it for, like, a minute? Yeah. It is kind of weird seeing Boots in live action. Exactly. I don't know how I feel about that. That might be the
0: one thing that didn't translate well from the show to the movie. Right. Just the animated monkey. But what are they going to do? They're not going to train a a monkey to do all those acrobatic things and learn his lines and have facial cues and hire a makeup artist for the monkey. So it's just easier. <laughs> we avoid a lot of trouble when we just animate him.
1: hmm
0: yeah. yeah. So that was a great film. I highly recommend it. Usually I have a very conservative opinion when it comes to TV shows being made into live-action movies based on the very traumatic experience I had watching Avatar The Last Airbender.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big, like, uh fan of that. I, I'm not not a fan. I just haven't had the time to sit and watch. Mm-hmm. So, but I've heard from fans that they hate the live action movie.
0: Actually, I've heard from a lot of Die Hard fans that they don't acknowledge the existence <laughs> of a live action movie it's at It's
1: beyond all. hate.
0: Yes. Okay. Because it's just easier for them to go on living pretending that it never happened and after watching the live action movie I can see how that is an option.
1: Yeah. What about the live action Scooby-Doo?
0: Oh, I did not see that. I was never a Scooby-Doo gal.
1: I loved Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was my thing. I had a little mystery machine lunchbox when I was little. I was super cute. That is cute. The movies are very much like kind of like parodies of the, of the, you know, animated series. So it's very different. Mm -hmm. Um, I people love it. I feel like I gotta watch it when I'm older because when I was younger, I was still like into Scooby Doo and I was like, these are kind of you know, I just want to watch Scooby Doo, the cartoon. But now that I'm older and I have so much more, I'm so much more cultured, um, (laughs) intelligent, my tastes are just we're in college now, Maddie. That's right. That's right. So I gotta watch it again.
0: But yeah, I always found it interesting when. Live-action movies were made from cartoons, but then later on, they were remade into cartoons again. And one of the examples that I can point to you is The Addams Family, which I think originally began as a TV show. I might be confusing them with a really old TV show, The Munsters. But anyway, all I know is that it was a really good live-action movie. I'm not going to speak a lot about its sequel because (laughs) it's it wasn't as good, but then later on, I think last year, they remade it, The Addams Family, into an animated movie, and I don't think it had a good reception. Yeah, I didn't
1: hear that was very good. Yeah, I'm noticing a trend now where the, I mean, I'm glad you like Dora, Mm -hmm. but I think some critics maybe didn't, so I'm noticing a trend of, like, it not I'm right, out and very everyone well. else is
0: wrong. That's true. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's
1: the other trend I noticed. <laughs> um,
0: but that also begs a question: What cool childhood shows would you like to see made into real-life action movies? I, for me, it would be Foster's Home for Imaginary uh, Friends.
1: Mhm. So, like, how would that work? Would the monsters be CGI?
0: I, I think be- they'd be puppets. Puppets. You know, like, oh, gosh, uh, Sesame Street. Yeah. Or um, the Muppets. Right. I think they could do it with puppets. And okay. a little bit of CGI here and there just to make their movements seem even more, I guess, smooth and realistic. But
1: Here's my I- philosophy, though. Why does everything have to be live action? Can't we just leave right. them in the medium that we intended them to be? I don't you think know what? I don't, you're right. I just, I just don't think that like an animated thing is always supposed to go live action. You know, that's not. Yeah. That's not. It wasn't made that way to start with for a reason. You know. Mhm. I I don't know.
0: I really, really, heartily agree with you, Maddie, because. <laughs> there's just this magic of animation and mm-hmm. you can do so much more in the universe without all these constraints that you have in the real world and exactly. sometimes it's just nice to sit back and watch a simpler version of a more imaginative world when you put something into a real life film it kind of narrows down your Perception of what that universe should be because it's already there. If that makes exactly. sense. Exactly,
1: it's way more limited with what you can do. Yeah, you have to follow the rules of the real world, and the real world sucks. <laughs> as somebody who lives there,
0: it's it not sucks. As,
1: sometimes it's not as
0: good as it's cracked up to be. So,
1: it's, and it's overrated.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I feel a lot of Disney movies in the past has have kind of violated my. My cardinal rule about turning classic Disney films into live action movies because there was nothing wrong with the yeah two D versions so
1: right that's I was all I have watching to say. I was watching the Lion King live action which one
0: the live action air quote
1: live right action. yeah live action's all CGI <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point and like the. Animals' mouths, their animals are not expressive, right? So, like, they're singing, like, just can't wait to be Kane, and, like, they have this just, like, straight face. Like, like no emotion. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. They're animals. But, and they're fake animals. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just, like, you, it, but in, in in animation, you can make their faces, like, really expressive, you know? Yeah. You're not confined to it, so... Just leave it be. Just leave it be. Let it be. Yeah. To quote
0: not Paul McCartney. Was it Paul McCartney? Or the Beatles? Let's just say the Beatles. (laughs) Let's just
1: say the Beatles. Let it be. Yeah.
0: And I think, I really hope they don't make a live action version of Monsters Incorporated.
1: Oh my god, can you, can you imagine? How would that even like look like? That's, like? That is something that's never supposed to go live action.
0: Yeah, I will protest. Yeah. And I always wondered as a child, this may be a little bit shocking to all of you, but these mm-hmm. are the kinds of things I wondered as a child because I didn't have much to do, <laughs> and I was very simple-minded. I still am. But don't you ever wonder how Mike Wazowski goes to the bathroom, or if he ever does? Because... He wears no pants, first of all, and he's just a ball, but you see him eat things, there's no...
1: You want to know the anatomy.
0: Exactly, and without (laughs) getting crude, just, where does it all go?
1: I don't know, I've never, I've never thought of that, that's definitely just you, Um, (laughs) and I love you for it. I haven't given it much thought, but now I will probably think about it a lot. Thank you, Tara. As a
0: scholar, we can't afford to overlook these really crucial plot points, okay?
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. And he
0: swallows that whole... Well, at the end of the movie, he does swallow that mic. Do you remember?
1: Yeah, I do remember. And
0: and then he burps it out. So maybe that's how he eats all food, because he's naked the entire movie, and we don't really see any axe entry or exit point for... His his body, um, and that's fine. But maybe just pertaining to Mike Wazowski, he eats his food by eating it and then burping it out, which I that's think a is the same. Great as theory.
1: That's a great theory. I just ruined right. the whole
0: movie.
1: I'm never gonna watch it the same way. But thank you.
0: Well, that's what I'm here <laughs> for. So, <Okay.
1: laughs>
0: another burning question I want to ask you, Maddie. Yeah is, it, this is something I also have given a lot of thought about, if you were famous and they decided, and when you, I guess when you become famous, when we become famous and people decide to make a movie about our lives, right. who would we choose, if we don't have the option of playing ourselves, who would we choose to play us?
1: Gosh, I really literally haven't thought about it. It would depend on what, what stage of my life I was in, right? Like, are yeah. they making a movie about me, like, 20 years from now? Because, obviously, that's going to depend. Um, You know, I like Jennifer Lawrence. I don't think there's anyone, though, that I'm like, oh my gosh, they're coming out with a movie? Like, I have to go watch it. Like, I have to go see it. Like, that's just, like, no, I'm not really, like, a fangirl like that. Music, I feel like, I'm like, oh, this person's coming out with an album. I have to listen to it. I have to get it, you know? If
0: someone was going to make an album of your life, who <laughs> would you want to sing it? Oh, my God.
1: Adele. Adele, Adele. is a babe. She's an icon. We love her. We stand her. I got to see her in 2016. It, was everything. This it is, was everything.
0: This is how Maddie the movie or Maddie the album is going to work out. Okay, the first song the is going to be about your birth, and it's going to start oh, with
1: – hello oh yes uh, yes that's exactly what it was mm-hmm. like yeah I don't say. know
0: how it will end let's not talk about how our movies will end
1: yeah because that's we sad would be sad. <laughs> never <laughs> mind <laughs> I just it's made a like a memoir it doesn't have to be like our whole life it could exactly. like a whole point in our life mm-hmm. you know so what about you? What about you? I'm a Okay. You.
0: I've told this to Maya, my roommate, several times because we've had I had to drag her into all of these conversations <laughs> late at night when we were in college. Uh-huh. Shout out to Maya. Anyway. Yeah, shout out. I told her that I think the only person who could play me and capture my personality would be John Ham.
1: Oh my god, yes.
0: And do you think that's a little far fetched?
1: No. When you say that, I'm like I see it. I totally see it.
0: I've never seen Mad Men. I've never seen a John Hamm movie in my life.
1: Yeah. yeah I just, yeah, yeah.
0: whenever I flip through People magazine and see his face, I think to myself, there's a man who could really play a good me, and I know right. nothing about him. So
1: right.
0: his acting, this will be the role <laughs> that defines his career.
1: Yes. <laughs> Playing.
0: How well Planeo. does he play an Indian girl who lives in the suburbs of Texas? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! It'll really stretch his acting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, his
0: repertoire.
1: He'll get an Oscar for that. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could. He you know? could be in CGI. He could. He could voice you in CGI. Wait, you're
0: you're telling they'd CGI me?
1: Yeah. You uh, know, have, one... you ever seen, have you ever seen the Polar Express? Like motion capture technology. <laughs> that technolo- awful oh, motion no. capture technology. It, that's a terrifying. They could do that for you if you want.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. At least I'd have no acne because everything oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> God it. So
0: airbrushed, but have you ever seen Tintin: The Adventures? Of I have. Tintin? That was a good, even though it was motion capture. I thought it was it was good. That
1: actually was good because it was cartoons. Like it was, it was still trying to look cartoony. It Wasn't. Yeah. You know, it wasn't trying to look like a hyper realistic you know, uncanny person. Like, that was terrifying. hmm Yeah.
0: If I had a film, that, or when I write my memoir, yes, and when mine. they make it into a film... Absolutely. Key word here is when. Uh-huh. It would be... Ca- I think it would be called Earth to Terra.
1: <sighs> oh, my God. I'm <laughs> buying it. I'm first in line, girl. I'm first in line. I'm advertising it to everyone. I'm a fan.
0: I I just... I have Right now, the pages are empty because we're in quarantine, and I have right. nothing to report. But right. once the whole world opens back up, you know, you better watch out. I'll be on the streets. You know. mm-hmm. And Tara, About Town. That's my sequel, Tara, About Town. We'll just have to wait and see what happens because I'm a pretty unexpected, unpredictable person.
1: Oh, I know. I, I just know that book is going to... Be very off the shelves. It will. I'll buy it all. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I'll support you in that. My
0: dream is to publish a book that gets put on or gets selected for Oprah's book club. And I also want, no, I demand a cameo (laughs) appearance on Sesame Street if it's Uh still going on when I'm an adult.
1: Right. I always thought um, being a voice actor would be cool. This is a little tangent, but it made me think of that. Like I could cameo. Like there's so many actors who like cameo and like voice work. Mm-hmm. I think voice work sounds super cool. Like being able to have your voice in like somebody else's body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's just wild.
0: You know what? Maybe I'll just make the transition. Forget acting. Acting's for losers You
1: would now. be a great voice actor because you have so many accents you can do.
0: Oh, no. First <laughs> of all, I have to work on making them much less exaggerated. and um, So I have to really study it
1: uh-huh.
0: and immerse myself.
1: But I think you actually do have a very unique voice. Like, I actually think you'd be good at that.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: I do. Um, I'm always surprised with how low my voice is. Like, it's always lower than I think.
0: Uh, my voice is always much higher uh, than I think mm-hmm. whenever I – replay our FooFaRot episodes, I'm like, yeah. my god, is anybody listening to this? Because my voice just sounds terrible. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's guess hard. But
0: I everybody hears their voice differently.
1: Right. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Survival something?
0: <laughs> Survival. Like, like you like can't, you hear, your can't hear
1: your own voice and hear, like, how bad it is. Otherwise, <laughs> they will like, get sad, so you have to, like, you know what I mean? It has to, like, sound different to you.
0: It leads to an existential crisis when you actually hear your own voice. Right. So or like, an identity crisis, yeah. Your
1: body's trying to avoid it, yeah.
0: That's an interesting theory.
1: I took, That's an evolution for you.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. You're not only learning about movies in this podcast, you're learning about science, you're learning oh, about yes. life.
1: From some of the least qualified people on this planet, Yeah. Well, speak
0: for yourself. <laughs> I'm working on getting a degree, okay?
1: Oh, okay, all right.
0: We'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll message you in five years, but yeah, let it, how let that know. goes. <laughs> and I took a musical appreciation ca- class as my freshman seminar, mm-hmm. and someone in the class told us, we were talking about this, and someone told us that if you hold two file folders right behind your ears yeah and speak then you're able to hear what other people hear your voice as like that.
1: that's bizarre how would you know how would that you how would you even test that
0: maybe it would sound different because of i don't know the sound waves bouncing off right different I'm not going to even try to explain it. I'll take your
1: word for it, but now I'm kind of interested. Now I'm kind of curious. Looking around for file folders. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. That's going to be my my research project.
0: Since it's summer, I don't think I'll have any luck finding file folders or notebooks around just because I don't use them anymore. I know, I
1: know. It's interesting. Yeah. I definitely uh, haven't touched a folder or a pencil in a really long time, which is good. It's a good thing.
0: Yeah, we all need to rest our fingers, especially mm-hmm. after college, writing so many essays. Yeah. I, my hand started to get really arthritic. Oh, no. Yeah. That's bad. I'm still what recovering. You,
1: what do you do for that? You just, you just don't write for a while?
0: Yes, I don't write at all.
1: Are you left-handed or right-handed?
0: I'm right-handed. I always okay. wanted to be left-handed, though, because – Apparently, there's a saying that left-handed people are much more creative.
1: I was getting left-handed vibes from you, I have to say. Really?
0: That's the biggest compliment anybody's (laughs) ever paid me. I don't even fully
1: understand what it means, but I was getting left-handed vibes. I know. Maybe
0: looking back, I should have been left-handed, but what would you do if you had a child Uh and they were just learning how to write? Would Uh you put a pen on each side of them? or would you if you put a pen to their right side and they pick it up with their right hand you're basically altering their destiny by by
1: No, it's not like that though. Isn't it like um it's this is nature versus nurture debate right here. Yeah. We're getting into some real hardcore science on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's a un- it's a nature thing, isn't it? Isn't it like you're pre- you're predisposed to to, to have one over the other? Maybe
0: it's society, because when I was in college, all the old desks would face to the right, so you'd have a, people who are right-handed would have a natural advantage to how the desks were formatted. Yes. Yeah, if you know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. just because the desks were built for right-handed people, and then Mm -hmm. every, like, one out of ten chairs would have the opposite arrangement for left-handers.
1: Can you even imagine being left-handed?
0: That must be such a struggle. The ink when you're writing with an ink, a really runny pen, you get smudges all over you. Yeah. Yeah, the world is is basically right-hand oriented, it seems.
1: It definitely is. Like, my mom's a lefty, and she even opens the fridge with her left hand. Like, everything's left-handed for her. And yeah, it's a bummer because everything, yeah, is made. She's a left handed person in a right handed world. Mm -hmm. And that's the T. That's the T. Yeah.
0: Some people are ambidextrous.
1: Yes, that's like next level. That's like an X Men power or something.
0: Exactly. That's like,
1: I can't relate. I, How does that happen? Are they, like, predisposed for both?
0: Yeah. D- does someone make them practice writing sentences with both hands every day? Right, right. Or sometimes if you – one time I broke my hand and, in kindergarten. Oh. It, I'm sure that doesn't shock you. I'm a pretty cl- a clumsy person. Oh. I was Okay, a l- quick side story. Yeah. I was in the elementary school – playground which can be a very hostile place it can it can and this little girl was saying hey i don't think i and i was trying to convince her that i could do the monkey bars on a very (laughs) cold day and it was one of the few cold days in texas so this girl was giving me grief he's like i don't think you can do the monkey bars i've never seen you do it you can't even do one push up in gym class. I don't think. Do. I was like, you know what? Why don't you watch me? Yeah, and,
1: prove them wrong.
0: And I really confidently put on my gloves, or sorry, mittens, mm-hmm. because I I thought ahead. I said, you know, the bars were going to be cold since it's a yeah. cold day. I yeah. I want to really. I want to make sure my grip is very warm and firm. I'm going to put on these gloves, and I'm Mm -hmm. going to get ready, and I'm going to show her that I can do the monkey bars, despite popular Mm -hmm. belief. So I grabbed that bar, and I fell. (laughs) Right. Just immediately. I fell, and I heard a crack. And it turns out that I fell on my hand. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and oh my gosh!
0: Even though the monkey bars were only four feet from the ground, four feet for a first Yeah, but if, grader, you, if
1: you still land on it, Ron. Right? It's all about how you land on it. Yeah. And
0: four feet from the eyes of a kindergartner is a right. very big distance. Right. So I fell four feet onto the ground on my hand, and long story short, I broke it. And the girl was right; I could not do monkey bars. <laughs> and I, oh, but I always think. If I had broken my right arm, I would have had to learn how to write with my left hand for all the school's assignments because I had to wear a cast for six months. So Six I, months. Yeah. So had I broken six my months? right hand?
1: That's so long. How that's I'm half pre- a year.
0: I think I wore it longer than I needed to because I really liked everyone signing it.
1: I love it. And I it. didn't want to take love it, 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 <laughs> it off.
0: It wasn't six
1: weeks. It was six months.
0: I'm pretty sure that's really inaccurate. But it was for a few months. I, wo- I wore wow. like a battle injury. It was like, look right. my cast everywhere. <laughs> like, look at me.
1: I survived the playground. It was like, hot no pink. Yeah.
0: I-, I should have it somewhere, but it's probably toxic waste now because it has all, the, all those germs. Those <laughs> kindergartner germs on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm convinced. Had I broken the other arm, maybe I could have developed skills on my left hand dexterity right, right. yeah
1: we'll never know Mm-mm. yeah
0: well this has been a very interesting episode
1: i feel like we've covered a lot in a short amount of time we've covered a lot of a lot of topics and shared a lot of opinions and tara i've learned a lot about you
0: i've learned a lot about you <laughs> maddie and this is what the show is for uh-huh
1: that's yeah. right Cause
0: we, cause... we started with dora Yes. We ended with dexterity.
1: Yes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I can already sense a podcast title out of (laughs) that. We love love some alliteration on those titles.
0: If we ever do a spinoff, Maddie, of this show, I think I really like your title, uh, Left-Handed in a Right-Hand World.
1: But we aren't left-handed. That's... We're appropriating. That's
0: the twist. That's the twist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, I'll I'll will keep it in mind. Yeah. I'll try just, to get better. I'll practice using my left hand.
0: Yeah, me too. We're okay. we have all the time in the world, it seems <laughs> we sure, right do. Now. We sure do. <laughs> That's right. Well, adios, Adios, fans. thanks for tuning
1: in. See you Bye. next
0: week.